0: Hey folks, this is Bailey from War Wargaming.
1: Hey, this is Heath from Team Table Worldwide.
0: And welcome to The Path to Redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 Dark Angels podcast, where our aim is to help Dark Angels players improve the hobby and gaming skills that they need in order to enjoy this wonderful hobby of ours. All right, this month's episode, our January episode, 2023, It's we're entering year three, Heath. We've made it this far from one Facebook post to now starting year three. It's pretty exciting. Uh, we are. We are going to change up the format because uh, "Arcs of Omen" is now live. It's the weekend it dropped. Uh, the announcement came out literally the day after we recorded the December there some, episode.
1: There was some significant face palming. Uh, oh, ah, yeah. well, <laughs> screw it. <laughs> let's let's just go with it and see what happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hmm. but most of that had to do with the fact that. Heath had to travel for the holidays, I had to travel mm-hmm. for the holidays, and work through the holidays, so yep. it, we had to record early. So this is our episode that we're going to devote entirely to Arcs of Omen. We're really changing up the formatting so we can just dig into it, give a really good, concise, but content-rich episode on Arcs of Omen, and then we'll catch up on some of the other stuff going forward. Besides... Look,
1: y'all. Look, y'all. Meta-Watch, we Meta Watch. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it's literally irrelevant. Everything. <laughs> so... Um, Unless you're, unless you're, you know, relying on us to provide you that winning secret, Dark Angels tech for LVO, um, because LVO is is staying on the old points and the old balance data slate. Correct. Um But hey, man, if you're t- if you think you're going to shoot your shot at LVO, there's probably not a lot else that we can do for you. Best of luck, mate. So, yep. um, yeah. But that being said, a lot of times the first tournaments of the new season are held the weekend of LVO. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go.
0: All right. So in new releases, there's only one that really matters we're talking about. It's our new GT book, Chapter Proved. We got one. He's got one. I ran around Indianapolis yesterday looking for it. Uh, But I got a copy. Of course, we had the points drop the day after. Uh, Those are free. Uh, They dropped the day after the last podcast. We're going to get into that here in a second. Um, And then Heath, you picked up something else too, right?
1: Yeah, it's yeah also uh, so this is the first of the new um, arcs of Omen narrative books. I think they're planning on doing. They said four or five of these. Um, I have read it all the fluff in its entirety. Um, okay. Uh, basically, it's you know the, the character that they leaked and talked about, uh, Vashtor the Archifane, um, about how him and and, and Abaddon are now. You know, bestie brodies, and they're nice. You know, running around and doing stuff. Um, basically, uh, the Abaddon has created these things called arcs of omen, which are you know demonically enhanced uh, space hulks called arcs. Nice. And he's with with Vastor's help and is sending them, you know, <clears throat> as the the centerpiece of these things he calls Bale fleets around the Imperium nihilus uh, to. Look for things they call keys, a- and the keys they don't really—they tease it in the book. They don't really talk about it. The keys are something or a fr- key fragments, which sounds like some what was that one video game? I don't know. Anyway, they're going to put these things together into some crazy super weapon that's gonna that's nice. gonna you know bring the Imperium to its knees, as was foretold by the prophecies. Um, so. But yeah, a couple interesting lore pieces. Uh, You know, there's a lot of writing from the perspective of Abaddon, which is actually kind of interesting because he just comes across as a very, like, exasperated, like, (sighs) why are you people talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is good. Um, There's one scene where, like, uh, someone raises, my lord, it is so, so. Those are like, shut up. Do not... Give me your titles. Tell me why you're talking to me right now. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah. And the last bit is he has decided finally, after 10,000 years, 20 plus years of lore, and 13 Black Crusades, <clears throat> that he is worthy of taking on the title of War Master. Okay. Not the War Master of the Dark Gods. That was Horace's title, and Horus failed. He has declared himself the War Master of Imperium Nihilus. Which is the dark reflection of the Imperium. Okay, interesting. So, so there you go. Um, other stuff, so why would you want to get this book? One, it's got some cool art, it's got some cool things. There's probably some Easter eggs in there. Um, there is a little story in here where it talks about uh, the... Because the, the Blood Angels and the Dark Angels famously are were, were stuck mostly in the Imperium Nihilus. And it talks about how uh, Dante led a boarding party onto one of these Arcs of Omen. And it was like, there was just nothing there. There's just nothing there. Uh, okay. So upon reaching the destination, they found the Hulk Night Terror drifting lifeless in the void. Uh, there were, they found a whole bunch of weird stuff. It said there are also corpses. Dead heretic Astartes and cultists lay strewn throughout the silent Hulk. Some bore explosive wounds that told of bolter rounds. Others had been hewn as though by some great blade.
0: Uh-oh. I don't know. It's time. So
1: um and if you look at the art that is that is they put out for I think the Arcs Foamen or well, the arcs of Taros, uh, there's a uh, an angel robed in green with wings, who's holding a broken sword above his head. Let's go! So,
0: so excited.
1: I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Let's, Let's do go. it. <laughs> but yeah, Let's there's boarding. It. There's the rules for boarding actions in there. Boarding actions. It seems like a cool game format. Um, the downside is you you need to buy the the uh, the two hundred and ten dollar uh, terrain pack for it. It's $210 a train. I know because I bought it yesterday from a buddy. Um, oh, nice. Uh, cause, yeah. And he I was at the game store and he's like, bro, can you buy this for me to bring to my house? Like, all right. Warhammer, Warhammer Uber on the way. Let's do it. There and you just, go. So, but yeah, it's a big, thick box, lots of terrain in it. But it looks like a really cool format. Um, line of sight rules change. So it's going to give you this really interesting, like, compressed feel. Like, you can't draw a line of sight through your own models or through enemy models. Um. There's a uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, I don't know uh, if I get a chance to play it, I'll report back.
0: Awesome. All right. So that being said, we're going to leave the other new releases that have come out for another day. Cause we're going to get into this arcs film. We're going to kind of break it down, keep, keep ourselves on track and keep it content rich and, and rolling. We're going to look at biggest winners and losers. We're going to pick about two or three between the two of us. Uh, and we're look at points, changes, secondaries, uh, the data slate changes. Um, and there's some there's some notes about missions. I didn't play a lot of Nephilim, and I haven't had all a chance to look at the missions. I played a game last night, played Conversion, had a good time. Um, but I'm not going to be able to dig in deep on the specific missions because I barely yeah. played Nephilim. Yeah. Uh, so that will be small. But some things I can talk about with some authority are points changes. So for me, I think the biggest one for... Dark Angels players everywhere, Space Marine players everywhere, because everyone's messaging me like crazy. Everyone knows Plasma Inceptors no longer cost more points to give them the Plasma Gun. So now it's 40 points for one instead of like 60. So you can bring five of them for 200 points. I did that in my game last night, and you plop them somewhere, and you put them next to a Captain, and they're hitting on twos because I didn't move them that turn, uh, and they're shooting lots of shots into a big squad of, I think they were, Assault Intercessors. Yeah, and they I didn't even have to use Weapons of the Dark Age, which was good, because I didn't have any command points, but supercharging, re-rolling my ones, hitting on twos, rolling twos to wound against Space Marines, you just pick stuff up. These guys are going to be everywhere, so be prepared for them to go out of stock online. Yeah, let me... me me. are going to be buying like crazy.
1: Let me provide a couple points in this. So, one... Another change that we need to talk about, I think, probably first, let's, is, is maybe the the, the balance status slate changes, and there's two that really okay. come out that that I think are going to frame the rest of this conversation. Um, so there then, the big one is the change to the way that doctrines work. Yes, so we're definitely. we're back to the original Eighth Edition Space Marine Two doctrine te- uh, doctrine technology. Yes. so you start the game in Devastator doctrine. And then you may choose to proceed your doctrine or not That's up to so you. Good. So you stay in whatever doctrine you're in. Uh, and then if you want to move, you can move forward to doctrine. <clears throat> so the reason why I bring, bring this up with uh, the context of the plasma scepters is the other big change to the, to the secondary objectives. Uh, There's a lot of changes. I want to bring up one that is going to stack really closely with how the doctrines work, and that's Codex Warfare. So how did Codex Warfare change, Bailey?
0: Well, the Codex Warfare was that one stratagem, or the one secondary that nobody picked because you had to kill things. You got points for killing units with specific weapon types and specific doctrines. And when you couldn't, when you were forced to move, it basically meant that you were, unless you had a really Alpha strikey heavy weapons list. You weren't going to get five po- kill five units and get five points out of that heavy set, right? Yep. And that was that's not that's not good. Uh, you're basically neutering yourself five points. And in previous editions of this game, when people had easy 15s, you weren't going to take something that you were barely going to get to ten. So what I ran into last night when I played because I took this because this is one of the things I saw with the change where now that you have the the doctrines, you can fix them. You can sit in heavy. And get those points and then move on. Well, something I didn't notice till the end of my game yesterday, if you kill something in heavy, you actually get two victory points instead of yeah. just one. You get one so, for the other two, but two for heavy. So,
1: the, and two then with Wing, The two ways this changed is one, yeah. you used to be capped at five points per Doctrine.
0: Uh, That's also true. Yeah, they got rid of that. So
1: you were capped. You got one victory point for everything you killed with a heavy or grenade weapon in dev, an assault or rapid fire weapon in tactical, and a melee weapon or a pistol weapon in assault. And it was capped at five points per. Now, no cap per, and it's two points for heavy, one for the other two. So if you just lean real hard into heavy weapons, you're going to... like you're going to make a lot of points. So that said, the reason I want to bring this back to plasma scepters is plasma scepters are real dangerous, but they have assault weapons. Right. So you may want to be careful about, you know, like once again, if you're going to do like one of the things we're going to talk about, which was just lean super deep into heavy weapons and you, and just end up with Ravenwing land speeder and melt, bike spam everywhere. That's fine. But a unit of one of these little guys can still help you because yeah. What you can do is remember for one CP, you can push one unit f- to any doctrine you want in your command phase. So, yeah. if you have your big unit of Melta, do or of, of Plasma bros, Plasma Inceptors, sitting next to your Warlord, you just stay in the heavy doctrine, stay in the, in the devastator doctrine, and just click them forward one doctrine. Now they're in the appropriate doctrine, and you will still get victory points for killing for them killing stuff. And they're going to kill a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I picked up a full squad of Sanguinary Guard last night, and I, and I didn't even have a max squad of these. Mm-hmm. I just flew over a pill and lit them up, or flew over yep. a ruin and lit them up. And yeah, it was, it was, and then I think like the last two ran away. Like that was how bad it was. There were ten of them, yep. or nine of them, and I killed eight of them, and the last guy ran away. Yeah, That's ran away.
1: I, I nuked an entire unit of uh, Hive Guard, six Hive Guard, just gone oh, with yeah. four of these, with four of these things shooting. Not even a big deal. Um, it, so they're they're gonna they interact in a lot of ways with Dark Angel stuff, which is great. Um, obviously, Weapons of the Dark Age is the big one, but I also want to point out two other things. So the two CP stratagem in the Space Marine Corps Book, which is a steady advance, so that a uh, an infantry unit does not count as having moved; it counts as remaining stationary. The, that's written all over these guys, right? So they can move, and then basically they get plus one to hit. So they're hitting on twos. You get a cap next to them they reroll once and then the other one is uh, i don't remember what the name of the stratagem is but it's a core space marine stratagem 2cp you can shoot while not fa- and not fail in action so if yep. you drop drop them in because they can go put themselves in deep strike uh you can just drop them in they can shoot kill something and then not fail in action. So they can drop in raise a banner drop in do a you know I don't know if Nephilim data is a thing anymore. I gotta look. Uh, they have but... collect
0: battlefield data. Is now what it's right. called. I need to go look so, that up before we started because yeah. I was like, I wonder what it cool. is.
1: All right, good, good, good collect call. Arcs, I didn't think about that.
0: Collect omen data. Collect, so that's Collect
1: omen cool. data's cod cod data. So yeah. Oh yeah. So there's a couple of different things that you can do here that are gonna be really beneficial. Um, but yeah, so they are a obviously a just a dramatic improvement. You know, ten points. For each of their guns, and they had two. Each one of those guns is blast individually. It's not a two D three shot weapon. It's two D three shot blast weapons. Um, so you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to take six of these guys probably. I think there's going to be a lot of lists where you see eighteen of them. Um, so if you bring a unit of six, uh, maybe you, you know, well, if you bring if, if you bring five, that's fine because they're not going to trigger blast themselves. Um, if you bring six. It's probably worth thinking about combat squatting them. Uh, yep. But because yeah, even three of them are still have a, have a whole lot of efficacy, they're going to do a lot of work.
0: And one, I think another thing to throw in on top of these that's sort of an overall change going to the arcs of Omen detachment. So the fact that now you have a new detachment and you have to run it if you're playing competitively. Uh, the thing that's kept for me plasma inceptors out of a lot of my lists through Nephilim and before is that I'm loading up my fast attack slots with bikes and land speeders, and there hasn't really been room for them. Now that you Mm. can bring three units of fast attack as your compulsory choice, and then you can bring three additional and run a max of six fast attack along with all your other goodies... Uh, so you, the, yeah. you have this, I, I have room, I have room to get five of these guys in here and run all my attack bikes and run a regular bike squad and run two land speeders. And, so, and yeah. I, I, I'm not I mean, running the second. I, 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 if I have these guys, I can't run, um, second company and give my bikes obsec, but I'm not really worried about running the second company when I'm just bringing straight heat. I'm just bringing, I don't think you
1: need it. I don't think you need no. it. I don't think you need it. So, so the other thing in a vanguard detachment like we had before was yeah. if you broke the second company rule, like yeah, your bikes lose obsec. Who cares? Once again, you don't need obsec if everyone else is dead. But um, if you didn't have the second meet the second company rule, you didn't get the CP from that detachment refunded. Right. So now detachment is free. I don't give a I don't give a a, a bleep. I don't care. <laughs> right. I yeah. I so you can put is every, all the best stuff in one detachment, right? I don't I don't need to make my bikes obsec. I do not. So feel free to mix and match. And I, I got a thing I, that's been rolling in my head we'll talk, talk about later, but yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Dark Darkswoman attachment pulls a whole lot of restrictions off. Uh, the big one for Dark Angels players being the need to make your bikes obsec. You know, you, do you still yeah. want to make Terminators obsec? Uh, probably, I think. But um, yeah, Winner. But maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I
0: I did it last night with rights <laughs> of war and a, and a box of spiritum off a of captain, and was just fine. Not having real good. Have it inherently, so it's real good. Uh, I yeah. would not. Uh, that you just have to be more creative. You can still do it. You just have to be a little more creative. Mm. And uh, so we'll, can, I'm going to get off topic if I keep down that rabbit hole. So we're going to go on that. So my other big thing, and I was playing this last night, the Impulsor dropped in points, and all of its upgrades are free. So I did not notice five point. Impulsor with us with a uh, shield dome went from 125 to 100 flat, and I was oh. using this last night to hide. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So I was using wow. this last night to hide a, that captain with rights of war and five blade guard in it. And what I did, I took oaths of the moment, and there was a center huh. objective because it was conversion. And so turn one ran that thing out there, popped the dudes out of the tank, dropped them on top of the center objective, and went. I have obsec, I have five guys or six models with obsec with storm shields and trans permanent transhuman uh, I'm going and, and oaths now they gave us back that two points it went from one point to two points yep for, uh, for being moment, in the yeah. middle of the board and I was going second so literally turn one it was like right I started my turn Move this out pop it out boom points and that will only get better in my opinion uh, it's something that got it's been kind of referenced already and we know it's coming because we've seen the leaks, uh, Primaris Azrael can actually now go inside of this Impulsor, whereas before you had Absolutely. to put in a drop pod and do all this madness. Absolutely. Well, all Like like Heath's Assault Hellblaster madness <laughs> will be so much easier when you can yep. just put Primaris Azrael on the Impulsor. Uh, but don't underestimate what you can do, the, the fact that the power of an Impulsor being able to carry six models because you can basically run a, a, a one guy less than a full squad of most Primaris units that don't have gravis, so they don't have all the blast issues and the different coherency. Uh, and then you can get one of a character in there, and in this case, I took a captain, so I had re-rolls, and I gave him rites of war, so now everything's obsec. And you can just, like, run it out, pop, land on an objective. And I'm assuming if I had taken, like, raise the banners, I could have raised a banner on the middle of that thing, too. So there's just all sorts of things you can do. And, and now that impulsors are a flat 100 points... I feel that's like it's quite that, accessible.
1: That, yeah, that's that's yeah, actually yeah. And, and remember, there's some other stuff that impulsors can do, because impulsors have the, the Grav Pulse keyword. Um so if you can, you know, you play, you know, Mario Kart with that impulsor, with that with that impulser. Um if someone tries to charge it for one C P you can give it a minus two to charge, right? So it had so it can just go, Nope, you're minus two to charge me. So yeah, Which um, is good man, when you're playing
0: against blood angels. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize that. That's really good. The shield dome, all that stuff's free. Wow. Okay. And the shield dome and all the invul saves are much more relevant now because we lost armor. Everyone lost armor contempt. Um, which honestly, yep, I'm okay with because, um, yeah, it makes your stuff more durable, but it kind of made your combat doctrines a little worthless. in like, yes. oh, I add minus one AP to my bolters. Guess what? It doesn't matter in the forty percent of the armies I'm playing. So um, defensively, yeah, you lose a point of AP, but you're probably going to put Azrael in your list anyway if you're playing Green Wing, right, or Ravenwing. Wing, and his four up Invul Save now that's now yeah. it's relevant again. So
0: well, and and that's that's a data slate change that I that I listed. And yes, it's, it stinks that. We lose Armor of Contempt, but like you're saying, we get all those backs, and then this opens up all of these mid-range weapons that Space Marines have access to, which now are free, so you know, basically most weapons, except for a few key sort of highly competitive units that we can't even have access to, like Vanguard Vets and things like that. Yeah, Sternguard, Vanguard, pay well, a bunch of points. Yeah.
1: Vanguard Vets, still have to pay points, we don't get them anyway. Sternguard yeah. Vets kind of don't have to pay points, we don't get them, so it doesn't matter, yeah. but it would be cool. But, uh, and company veterans, company I initially went, I went straight to look at company vets, but they still pay yeah. full price for all their war gear. But, eh, yeah. oh well. That would have been cool. All, <laughs>
0: yeah. But all nice. these weapons um, that are neg 1 AP and 2 damage that were everywhere a couple years ago in the meta. Now they're all yeah. with that de- A lot of them are heavy, so now they're going going to that dev doctrine with the Codex Warfare. Now they're nag 2 Space Marines Without armor of Contempt, getting pushed to a 5 up. With two damage on the line. That's four up or four up in makes...
1: cover. It's still yep. it's still very failable. Still very. Failable. And that's
0: what made that's what <clears throat> makes Drakari like our enemy. Like when I play against Jacob or when I played Heath mm-hmm. on TTS a couple of years ago. Now it's crazy to think about that it was a couple of years ago. Now, Uh yeah, the Dr- are just like yeah, oh yeah, nig two two damage into Marines or Harlequins. Yeah, we're just gonna pick up all the all the Marines. Now yeah. I will say with the points changes, you get to run so many more Marines. When I put my when I built my list and put it on the table, I was like, "Man, I actually have like an army." So that that part was yeah. fun. And if and if losing Armor of Contempt means my points drop and I get to play with more models, <laughs> I like that. I feel like I, I feel like the War Master when I have all my models all over the board. Well, uh, maybe not. That... Maybe
1: not the War Master.
0: Well, it's fair. Okay. So... <laughs> I don't want people to think we're falling over here, right? <laughs> uh. Uh. The the chapter master. All right. We'll go with that master of, of one of the companies, but the idea of just having my hordes like Saruman and the two towers, you know, to war. Like you get that feeling when you lay out your army, you're and taking feel a distinct, like there's
1: a distinct pattern here with, with how you envision yourself as the, as the, <laughs> as the leader of your four. Okay.
0: All right. Did I mention I used to play death guard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right, so, so Impulsor. Uh, I'm look Yeah, Impulsor. Highly recommend. People should play with it. And then I guess sort of the last big points thing uh, for me, and this probably goes for Heath too, uh, Terminators basically all are just 33 points regardless of what you're running. So the Thunderhammer Storm Shields are free, the Lightning Claws are free, the Heavy Weapons are free. Uh, you don't see points reduction in Knights, which is a little sad, yeah. but now with... The, 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 Terminator, the Deathwing Terminator squad where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna run whatever, and I'm literally like this army, this unit, as I'm tooling out my units and I'm play testing for a couple events I've got lined up, I'm just like, I'm gonna run a Deathwing Terminator squad, I'm not gonna play around with all the other ones that I've done in, in the previous edition, and then I'm just like, it doesn't really matter, you know, this week I'll throw a couple more chain fists, this game take a couple chain fists out, throw more lightning claws, take those out, put some, and it's just like I have this complete freedom to just Play with this squad of ten Terminators in my list, uh, and it's very liberating, and it gives me a chance to try and make it that perfect, like find that right mix for whatever meta I'm playing in to have, you know, that let utilitarian me, squad.
1: Let me drop a let me drop some perspective on this. So, you so yeah, all Terminators go into thirty three points. Great. <clears throat> that being said, so a ten man unit of Terminators is now three hundred thirty points. That's how math works. Yep. Well, <clears throat> the fact that their uh, Hammers and Storm Shields are all free, they were 10 points. Yeah. So now a full unit of Thunderhammer Storm Shield Terminators, Deathwing Terminators, or Assault Terminators, that's fine, is you're getting 100 free points. Yeah. And that basically puts them back to the durability level of Armor Contempts, because you put them in cover with a Storm Shield, they, they have a zero up save. Yeah. Um, and we all know that uh, inner circle makes them ridiculously durable, right? All the tactics and tricks that you can do along with that. Uh, but if you make them deathwing terminators, instead of assault terminators, you can also put cyclone launchers on them, even yep. though they have thunder hammer storm shield. Right. And how much of those cyclone launchers? Well, cyclone points. launchers were 25 points, but now they're free. <laughs> so <clears throat> what. Two weeks ago was a 480-point unit, is now 330 for 10 Thunder yep. Hammer, Storm Shields, and two Cyclones. And you're probably gonna sit in the Devastator Doctrine because the rest of your army is going to be in the Devastator Doctrine to score Codex Warfare. And those devastate and those cyclones are heavy. So you are just heavy too. shoot. So once again, you know, if you want to, you can, if that's your big bricky meal, you know, big brick unit, keep them as a unit of 10. I don't care. Blast them. They're freaking Terminators. Move them up the board. Spend, and, and the turn that you are think you're going to maybe charge, <clears throat> spend 2 CP, so they steady advance in, in, the, in the movement phase. And that lasts until the end of your turn. Which means, oh. not only do they get plus 1 to hit effectively... They're hitting on twos. Well, actually, they get plus two to hit because it's a heavy weapon. So they would instead of hitting on fours with those cyclones, now they're hitting on twos with the cyclone. And then when you charge, they're hitting on threes because the the plus one to hit nice. for ha- being remain stationary goes into effect. So you're going to charge in, hit on threes with your thunderhammers. And that's nice. that explains that's dirty. why
0: that's two CP. <clears throat> That's dirty. That's well, easy.
1: for Dark Angels, it makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, but for everybody else, it wouldn't really matter, right? But for Dark Angels, it's a super powerful stratagem, and I don't see a lot of people use it um, to buff, you know, to buff stuff in well, for a charge. But absolutely worth it. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. So, let me th- oh man, I'm scrolling here, and I'm scrolling a lot. There's a lot to scroll so, through. Uh,
0: so that's <laughs> sort of my three. Uh big points changed things. So mm-hmm. I will hand it over to you Heath, so we can, uh, keep, keep on rolling here. Cause we can, yeah. go, for, we can go on forever through everything, but we don't have time for that this month. So there's you know, so much, there's so much hit the um, highlights.
1: All right. So yeah, obviously terminators are, are hugely impacted. Um, you may also want to now like actually look at taking the other, the other weapons like assault cannons or plasma yeah, yeah. cannons. Um, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, I don't think so. Let's see. All right. Um, okay, land speeders. Let's talk about land speeders. All right. Let's so, go. So, land speeders. Uh, basically, all their upgrades are free. All their upgrades are free. Right. So, effectively, what does that do? Well, that makes your land speeder tornadoes, which are the ones that have an underslung and a pintle mount. Uh, they are seventy-point models. Used to be, they would be eighty-five points. Uh, for multi-melta assault that's, cannon, that's now there's 70 drop. points for multi-melta assault cannon. So that th- that unit is 210 points for a squadron of three. That's a freaking bargain, a freaking oh, bargain, right? Um, let me go back real quick to the terminators and let's tell you what happened with um. So your deathwing, uh, where would it go? Your deathwing ancient, your terminator ancient. So your Terminator Ancient... God, there's so many point changes to scroll through.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it happens. Let's see. Your Terminator Ancient went down 10 points. That's good. So there you go. Um, your, your Ravenwing Apothecary also went down 10 points. Right? And the price of upgrading him to the, chap, to the Chief Apothecary also went down 5 points. So your Ravenwing Chief Very Apothecary nice. is now 15 points cheaper. instead of, he's Instead of 135, he's 120. Right. More that's that's here. money. Okay. Um, lands or sorry, uh, Black Knights. Black Knights are down five points a model. They are 30 points per. That's the same price as a bike squad.
0: Very nice.
1: Same price as a bike squad. Right. And you can take, let's get it, up to 10 of them. And now that, uh, armor contempt is gone. That minus three on the plasma is actually looking a lot more relevant. Um, so I think, t- you know, a 10 man Black Knight unit. Maybe we'll have to see what it does again. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that's a bit of a meme around here at Path Redemption, but um, I think there might be something there. Um, yeah. So, uh, intercessors. I got some in the box
0: behind me over here. So. Yeah.
1: All right, intercessors, intercessors. So all your troops basically got cheaper, right? And the ones oh, that didn't, well, they they did. So let's look at our. So. Assault Intercessors. Assault Intercessors, which everybody took because they were the cheapest uh, Primaris troops. They're two points cheaper per model now. So instead of 95 points for a bare squad of Assault Intercessors, now it's 85 points. Guess what they get for free? f and everything. Every one of your dudes should have a plasma pistol on the sergeant and a thunder hammer on the sergeant. There's no excuse not to. right? Because it's free. So that's 25 points of free War Gear for a five-man Assault Intercessor squad. What, what can Assault Intercessors do that nobody else can,
0: Bailey? Fight twice for 2 CP. They can CP. fight twice
1: for 2 CP. Thunk. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. Intercessors. Intercessors went down two points. Instead of 100 points, they're 90 points. What do they get for free? Everything. Once again, Thunder Hammers and Plasma Pistols everywhere. Um, if, you're, if you're into... I, Heavy intercessors, they're five, they're five points per model cheaper for their war gear. So and
0: then all that, the heavy bolter options are also free.
1: And all their war gear is free, right? Their heavy bolter, whatever variety of heavy bolter, it's all free. So twenty-three times five is hundred and fifteen. So for 115 points, you get five Gravis armored marines uh with a damage three heavy bolter. If you take the executor heavy bolter, I tried these on my game a couple weeks, couple of days ago, because um, you can only take the executor heavy bolter if you take the executor bolt rifles, which are the heavy ones. Eh, I don't know. I think they're probably. I think. I think maybe rate of fire is probably better, but we'll see. Anyway, yeah,
0: but but if you kill something mm-hmm. with them and devastator doctrine, you get two yep. points, which is why I ran them and playing against blood angels last night. The fact that they are T five. And they get charged by blood angels that are only Makes, strength four. They're going to do wounded on having, force, yeah. yeah. So that that it didn't really stop them. But if I had like if I really leaned into the heavy intercessors, like if it wasn't a wounded five man squad, it had been like a ten man or something like that, maybe they would the the blood angels player would have had a little more difficulty. And I feel like little things like that, since armored contempt is gone. Having that extra point of toughness to make you just that slightly more durable than the average marine will mm-hmm. throw people. You know, if you want, if you, everyone in your area is used to playing marines and they have an idea of what marines do, having a T5 marine model that just kind of sits there. I I played someone a couple weeks ago that played Thousand Sons and he's like, "What are those?" I'm like, "These are my heavy ones." He's like, "What are they?" I'm like, "They're T5." And just the look on. They're on the guy's face when he was like, oh, all of my bolters are not as cool as I thought they were because now they've yep. wound on five. So I'm like, yeah, take those crazy arcane thousand sun bolters and stick them back remember, in the warp because I'm not that scared.
1: For gravis armor, um, you can, for one CP, get plus one armor save against damage one weapons. Yep. Yep.
0: Some, and so, we're getting <clears throat> one CP every turn, player turn. Yep. You, there's there's always going to be one there to do it.
1: Yep. And let me throw out one of the reasons why you may want to consider these. So stubborn defiance also changed. So stubborn defiance still has to be a uh, objective outside of your deployment zone, but the wording that made it so that it had to be, you could only complete it with whatever unit started it with, is now gone. Now it says now as long as it says oh, now nice. as long as. Uh, if you control the objective marker and a Dark Angels unit from your army with the objective security is within range of it, not the Dark Angels unit. <clears throat> so now big. any obsec Dark Angels unit can satisfy the requirement to keep Stubborn Defiance consecutive. So I'm not saying it's an auto tank, but I'm saying it's playable, especially with what I'm um... going to tell you for the next thing here.
0: That explains why my buddy Chris was was talking about this being a score multiple times because he mentioned this to me earlier. It's like I said, can you actually score that multiple times? And I hadn't looked at the book, so I didn't understand it. But if it changes from V to a, someone we might have to get. I'm <clears> have to <throat> think about that. Look at the rules a little bit more. So you can't
1: can... score it. Well, depends on how you define multiple times. But basically, you know, it gives us a little chart. So as long as so you pick one objective, and if you have a Dark Angels unit controlling it. In your command phase, and you score a number of victory points equal to the consecutive number of command phases you controlled it. So it's still the one, two, three, four, five for one, two, three, four, five. So if you can, you have to control it on your first command phase, right? And then the next command phase, you get a one. The second, you get a two. Third, you get a three. The problem before was that it had to be the same unit that controlled it in Nephilim. The way that that it was worded. So, if you just kill whatever unit is controlling it, then you reset it, and they have to start over again. Right. <clears throat> but now you could pack park multiple on top of it.
0: Right, <clears throat> and, 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 and that way, shape. if something dies, you're still good. But that's where oh. I'm wondering. I can see where he's saying though. Uh, where is the wording that says that I just can't go? Oh, I have two units, and they're both have been there, and it just says as long as I control it, and there are, and it. I can, I can see, I can see, I know what's, I feel like I know what the intention is only one unit scores. So I'm not going to sit here and argue over it, but. Uh, cause it's not, cause it's not what well, it says. It, but.
1: it says at the end, of you, it's, if you control that objective marker and a unit, it's not the unit oh, that scores unit. it. It's the control of the objective marker. Okay. Right. So it's
0: those, similar to yeah. things, like, if you, like uh, with O sources, if you destroy one or more, so it doesn't matter how many more you kill, you, as no, long as it's, that, I see yeah. what you're saying.
1: Okay. It's based on, you know, the objective marker, right? The objective marker has to be controlled by a unit, not, you yeah. know, each unit that controls the objective marker. So, so right, yeah, good. okay. Now, why do you do that? So, That's not allowed. <laughs> so why is this relevant? Well, um, infiltrators were fantastic in Nephilim and previous, at 120 points to take five of them. They were absolutely a bargain because they could scout deploy, they could screen, and their anti deep strike (laughs) bubble was super valuable. But at 20 points a model instead of 24, five of these little nerds is 100 points, which is a dirt-cheap bargain. In addition, their Helix Gauntlet is free, which you should always take. What's the Helix Gauntlet do? The first failed save each turn... Goes to zero damage. Nice. Yeah. So you can take. So I. So I see basically most uh, most Dark Angel lists. I think um, or most Space Marine lists in general. You're probably going to take at least. You're probably going to take two infiltrator squads. Just to just to do just to screen yourself and provide you know options. Um, Hundred points. They're 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 super super takeable. They don't do a lot of damage uh, because they don't have access no. to warger options, but doesn't really matter. Um, let me tell you another quick tactic I thought about this. So uh, take a Phobos librarian as one of your up to four HQ choices. And that's another thing we can talk about is yep. why Arcs of Omen giving you four, up to four HQ choices is super important. Because uh, for Ravenwing and because for our previous like you know um, first and second company specific detachments, we were limited to two HQ choices. Having up to four, it really helps. Uh, so take a Phobos Librarian, give him uh, Lord of Deceit, which is the Phobos Warlord trait, mm-hmm. so that you get a pre-game redeploy for up to three Phobos units. So you de- four deploy these guys on objectives, and then if you go first, great, you're on the objectives, right? And then you can score them and then run away. <laughs> just, just advance yourself back, right? and if you don't go first you just pull yourself back into cover and then uh you can actually take the i actually like the phobos warlord trait uh or sorry the phobos uh, psychic powers here because if you one of the phobos psychic powers is the um it's one that basically gives you an extra move the temporal corridor yeah so uh they got rid of psychic interrogation which was my favorite psychic secondary because it was kind of non-interactive um i was really impressed how powerful it was so you're back to warp ritual. Well, you know this is your guy that does warp ritual. How do you get? How do you score warp ritual if you have to redeploy because you went second? Well, you temporal corridor yourself. <laughs> so you yeah. redeploy back, and you can temporal corridor yourself back forward, um, so that you can on at least starting on probably turn two start doing warp ritual. Right. Yeah. Um, and what's another thing you do there? Well, you take temporal corridor and you take shrouding. So that you can cast shrouding on one of those uh, uh, inter- uh, intercessor units, sorry, infiltrator units, so that they can't um, shoot them who's sitting on your, uh, your stubborn defiance objective, which you were able to start on turn one controlling because they scored, they forward deployed onto it. This will probably be it's really dirty. powerful uh, for things like ITC player place terrain, where you can kind of build that, build that into your, into your plan. But um Look, I'm gonna take two squads of these guys. I think probably with every single, every single list, uh, sticky objectives. Once again, you can just like grab one, just make it sticky, and then run away. Um, and if they feel the need to go jump on it, you don't have to sit there on the objective to to make it so that so people can charge you. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. Okay, um, so that's my little troop truth. I, I thing will here. add:
0: I've, I played a game with just one squad and just one squad with that with the correct placement. You block out. We were, with that conversion, we had the weird co- table quarter deployment, and basically yeah. from the way I moved and we're putting them sort of in a line in the middle of my table quarter, they blocked out the whole table quarter. So, like, hmm. just one squad on its own is a lot. So, if you just if you're like feeling, I don't know if I have the 200 points, just 100 points, you can do. They can do a lot for you. With just 100 points, so definitely. Yeah, definitely no, they're
1: they're definitely worth it. Um, because to to get that one objective that's in the corner somewhere that your your main you know blob's probably not going to get to, they're super worth it. Um, yeah.
0: And they can okay. guerrilla tactics them in. And yeah, you can guerrilla right?
1: tactics them right. So you can sit there control an objective and then just whoop suck them up. I still control that objective because it's sticky and they're troops. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. We talked about troops. Um, look, this would be weird. I think regular firstborn tactical marines are a big winner. I think they're quite playable. Oh, yeah. um, because they get so much free war gear. Right, you, It's a free heavy weapon. Um, it's a free special weapon. If you take 10 of them. Um, it's a free plasma pistol or combi weapon. And, and uh, power sword, thunder hammer, whatever on the sergeant. Look. That's fine. Like, that's really good, right? The amount of free stuff or free value you're going to get in that squad is really, really tasty. Um, Rhinos are the same price at at 80 points. But Razorbacks are still the same price at 100 points. But they don't pay for their war gear. They don't pay for the twin assault cannon. They don't pay for the twin last cannon. They don't pay for that. It's all free. There might be something there, guys. <laughs> well
0: and when you can put uh and then when you're in Devastator Doctrine and these things are scoring you two points for every unit they kill. Mm-hmm. and if they yep. and you can put heavy bolters on twin heavy bolters, so that's six shots in dev Doctrine, Nig two A P two damage two, which is that sweet, sweet anti marine uh profile, yep. plus their strength five, so they're wounded marines on threes and if they don't they're move, on they hit on twos <laughs> Exactly. Yep. You just there's there's points just laying around, so this gets me to one of the other big losers for me. It was in the mish secondaries. We don't have death on the wind anymore, obviously, but we don't. You don't
1: need it. You got Codex Warfare.
0: <laughs> it's and it's so much easier. Codex Warfare is so much easier because you don't have to move anything to actually no. kill stuff, <clears throat> and that helps us. You actually use our trap protector because that's the big complaint yeah. with with some of the stuff with the Ravens. Oh, you have to move it to actually use it. And yeah. it's like mm, I don't like that. Yeah. So, don't cry too hard for the loss of Death on the Wind. It it we gain so yeah. much more by having Codex Warfare.
1: All right. Uh, so, okay. Um, once again, along, on the Firstborn kick, uh, Devastators. Devastators. a squad.
0: One fifteen. So, Devastators.
1: <clears throat> Devastators went up in points. They went from eighteen to twenty three points, but all of their war gear with the exception of multi-multas are free so four man four plasma cannons uh in a Devastator squad 115 points sergeant's got a plasma. yep four last <sighs> cannons 115 points Four missile launchers missile launchers, yep, missile launchers I'm telling you missile launchers are are the flexibility that you need 115 points
0: and in um, Devastator Doctrine, the the big yep. missile is now neg three, which is a sweet sweet point, and minus one huh. on the blast for killing the scrubs. That's
1: going to kill a lot of Gaunts. That's going to kill a lot of Gaunts. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: oh, and right. also Heath, on that on that note, where where does every Space Marine player just have hmm. access to a bunch of tactical Marine bodies and a bazillion heavy weapon options right now? Horus Heresy. Yep.
1: Horus Heresy. Yep. So. Um, all right, Talon Masters back in the saddle again. Yep. So, <clears throat> two things. One, they're cheaper, 15 points or 160 points now. Two, their weapons are relevant again. Um, they were still so good pr- prior to, yep. um, but you would never really see two of them. I could definitely see you putting two of them in a the list now. You can't do more than that because of the second company rule, or sorry, the um, the company heroes rule. There's like, you can't have more than one captain in a detachment. You can't have more than two lieutenants in a detachment. The Arks of omen stratagem that lets you take multiple, you know, that basically lets you get an extra of something that's limited to one per detachment doesn't work on lieutenants because it specifically says, if anything, you're limited to one per detachment on. So you can get two lieutenants. That's it. But two talent masters is going to do a lot of damage and they're going to score a lot of points because all they have, they have a bunch of heavy weapons. And in, in you don't need this, yeah. Slot. Okay, what's another big loser here? Brilliant strategist is a big loser because you don't need it. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> but um, but that's fine. You don't have to spend the CP to keep him in the Devastator doctrine.
0: Yeah,
1: Arbiter's gaze well, is still and valuable.
0: The, and when <clears throat> you mentioned that um, the new strategy for Arcs of can we're limited to one. This is what's open. So think about all the points we had to we had to spend to get Azrael and Sammy in the same list. Yeah. Now it's one. Yeah. Now it's just one point, yeah. and you can because you can now run them both in the same detachment, or you can. Oh run no, them.
1: you 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 absolutely can run them in the same detachment.
0: That's what I'm Azrael, saying.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Azrael. Does, no, you don't even just spend a CP. Azrael doesn't have the captain keyboard. He's a chapter master. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can put them both in the same list. Well, you can, and I so did. Can, <laughs> a, okay. And I did. It's a real good. Nice. How are you going to keep up? How, what do you need to keep up with those uh, those plasma interceptors that are bounced everywhere? Samuel, you need Samuel. Yep.
0: Well, and Samuel's got a flashlight. Does this get a cannon. chance to? <laughs> yeah. this movie get a return to the uh, Space Marine Smash Captain with the mastercrafted Thunderhammer? Is that a thing we're gonna we're allowed to do? Again? I mean,
1: you could, you you could, <laughs> you absolutely could. It's viable. Yeah. Um, and once again, like, yeah, you can. Um, and he's real good for Dark Angels because yep. he'll hit on twos. Yep. Yeah, because you can make them, uh, you can give him plus one to hit by, by spending two CP to count a steady, steady advance. So, um, all right. Talon Master, we talked about that. Hell Blasters. Everybody knows how good Hell Blasters are. Hell, they're three points cheaper. They're 10% cheaper per model. They're 30 yep. points, right? <clears throat> this is really nice because, well, one, they're cheaper and they're great. And their AP is even more relevant because they're just going to ignore cover now. Right. Um, And the fact that they're an even multiple of basically five means it's going to be a lot easier to slot them in your army. I always had two to five, two to five or eight points floating around when I took uh, six. Oh, I see what
0: you're saying. I see what you're saying
1: Because it was uneven, right? another thing is it's kind of hard to build army lists where you don't have war gear that you can like add or you know, tweak the prices. I still not kind of, That's going to take some getting used to, but
0: yeah, but yeah, no, I've run into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Oh no, I, I, I'm suffer. Look at me suffer so horribly from this situation. <laughs> I can't yeah. find these 10 points. I can't find 10 points. <laughs> All, All right. this free war gear.
1: Okay. Um, other stuff that I'm this looking at. This is like at.
0: playing, like, you know what I just realized? This is like what I was playing. This is, we're literally just playing with power level. Yeah, basically. It, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Tanks. So. Yeah. Uh, so tanks got uh, pretty sweeping points reductions in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, the Repulsor Executioner I played, that was 320 points for all that war gear, is now 270. All war gear in. It's 50 points. Glorious. Right? The repulsor itself is 250 points all we're in. That's 50 points cheaper, roughly, right? Um, I, I actually think that gladiators might have something to them. Um, they're a little cheaper. Uh, the fact that they can sit in the devastator doctrine is pretty good, right? That gladiator yep. reaper, the reaper that have the the two um, onslaught cannons on top, that's 24 shots. They can sit in devastator doctrine and be AP two. Yeah, I mean, there's a real there's an argument for like an iron wing style list here um, i can just and put a lot of tech t8 holes and plus
0: one hit.
1: yep i can just put a lot of t8 holes on the fo- on the field and uh, do some work and now once again um, you're going to have yeah they don't have invul saves uh, so arguments that probably works better in black templars so they can vow to have an invul save but yeah okay other stuff that's really good that i think you probably could run a lot of um, Eradicators, Eradicators have a heavy version of their guns, which we have talked about on the show in the past. It's yep. more, it's more expensive. Um, six Eradicators, uh, with heavy Melta and a multi Melta is like 250
0: points. Oh, something I ran into last night, Heath, that I know you're going to be a big fan of the last fusel's free on the Eliminators. Yep. Wait, I think it already was. I mean, it, it was. It already
1: uh, was. It already was. Yeah. That,
0: but that was scary. Didn't having accidentally uncovering my characters to get shot out with last sniper rifles was not. Oh, cool the night. the
1: last fusils don't ignore uh, lookout, sir. Only the sniper rifles do.
0: Right, but I accidentally had moved my my. They were they were all by themselves. Like they didn't have units close enough oh, for them. Oh, I see what you're saying. To okay. guard them, because yeah. I was I was consolidating and punching and trying to get to objectives, and I went, uh oh, I moved my Terminators too far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little spooked. Uh, okay. No, yeah, you've got the multi-melter's free, the heavy multi-rifle's free. The uh, oh, I just just below it here on this list, the fire strike servo turrets, the twin las. That's a thirty point upgrade is now free, so you can put if you want to put las cannons on there. Although I think there's a place for the fire strike servo turrets with the regular gun because it's an it's another one of those auto cannon chassis. It's that a it's heavy per- eight, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Goes to AP two. It, it go in Dev doctrine. Hmm. It's AP two two damage. So and it has forty eight inch range. So you don't have to get close. You just camp it in. Camp it somewhere. It hits on twos with the. It hits on twos with the plus one. So if they're in dense cover, or they lightning fast reflexes, they, or any of that other
1: they hit Eldar on twos, stuff, as you say, they hit Yeah, because it has a
0: Tech Marine on it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Okay, yeah, so it automatically hits on twos. So you could so. I, and it's 10 points cheaper than a suppressor squad which I think suppressors stocks high like and, I, and the sad thing is the only way to get them is in a combat patrol right now. So the yeah. eBay second hand market for these things is going to skyrocket because be, here's a squad of three guys that can deep strike that move fast that have three shot auto cans that are that strength seven minus two in Dev doctrine, two damage and I was, I was mentioned to Heath uh, before we came on, my Melta bikes just died died to these things and two squads of suppressors is only 30 points more than a squad of melt bikes and the two suppressor squads math i think when i was looking at the math one squad of suppressors can kill one and a half bikes so two squads of suppressors kill the squad of bikes Hmm. okay yeah
1: um i've never tried suppressors personally i have a unit of three of them i've never put them on the field um but
0: yeah, I, I, I would know. be surprised if you see a bunch of these. And again, with the fact that we have six attack slots now and all of our other goodies, and we don't have to worry about losing ObSec on our bikes because we're just throwing everything in one big conglomerate thing, there's room for some of these weird, I guess I it's kind of rude to call it weird, but some of these outlier fast attack yeah. choices that we've just never looked at because it's like, I have to have room for my attack bikes and I have to have room for my bike squats. There's no room for anything else. Yeah. Uh, also, mentioned that outriders are only 105 points for a squad of three now.
1: Yeah. Um. Like, a- Alan personal like sent me a a little like he tagged me in a post. <laughs>
0: oh, like, nice. It was like, big hey, up, pick up to
1: I talked about this, but uh, yeah, uh, I think outriders are a real winner. I think outriders have a real. Let's like say there's a there's a, a, a strong argument for them. Um, I don't think I said I really don't think that we're gonna go to making things. Like second company obsec, I, I don't think that's yeah. something we're going to do because you're going to have a hard time finding the points, or sorry, um, you're you're going to saturate that fast tech slot real quick. And yeah. um, one of the losers, in my opinion, is flyers. Uh, Raven Dark Talons oh, didn't get hit terrible. quite as hard as some other flyers, but the fact that you can't, you have to start them in reserve, so you can only bring them on on turn two. That's honestly good; it keeps them safe, but they're not going to be able to drop their. Well, they could drop their bomb. Um, he did but, because, right. but, but, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, they got a bit of a points reduction to kind of make up the fact that they're not going to get one turn of shooting, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, there's, I, I, I can see maybe you, get, I got to read more about the, exactly how the flyer rules changed. Uh, cause all the towel, the towel weebs were just running around with their hands in the air saying that sun sharks are dead. Because what they would do with the Sun Sharks is they would fly off the board on turn one and drop bombs or whatever they flew over. Uh, and apparently the wording has changed that you can't do that. So that's good. Like, Look, I don't want my yep. Dark Talons flying off the board anyway. <laughs> They're going to sit yeah. there and drop Rift Cannons on things. But um, but yeah. Definitely. So yeah, look, look um, Eradicators, uh, you get a 35 point discount on a squad of five. Because you can take a multi melta and then f- that and then five uh, heavy melter rifles. Those heavy melter rifles are good. They're real good. Um, nice. And you can shoot twice uh, if if you you know they're next to Azrael to so get a four and we'll save. They're gonna reroll everything because they're next to Azrael. Um, if you got Azrael in this Arcs Omen list, you're starting with eight CP probably. Uh, so you've got points for days to just throw out like use all these extra stratagems. Um, Oh, Which, man.
0: interestingly, with this new detachment, you can add up to three Lords of War into this detachment. You don't have to spend extra CP just to run that extra Spartan that now everybody has one of. Uh, it just slots in with everything else. And with Azrael, with that extra CP, all the you know this shiny new Leviathan that uh, yeah. I have, and these Relic Contemptors on the table behind mm. me here, such as this one that I built that came in my Christmas box, yeah. uh, that I swagged out with with Dark Angel's vehicle upgrades. Uh, you suddenly have all the command points you need to run these things in your army and it's gonna be amazing. We're yep. gonna have so much fun.
1: Maybe I'll get into stress. I don't know <laughs> uh, um, three
0: whirlwind Scorpiuses because they're gonna be strength six, Na2AP two, two damage. that's sweet score, you know more than strength four. Yeah, t- that's gonna be the stat line. I don't where I live, there are a lot of marine players, chaos and Loyalist. Xenos is not really a thing. So for me, in the Midwest, anything that kills Marines, it goes in the list. Because that's what I'm yeah. going to spend my time doing.
1: Yep. Okay. So, um... Look, I think, so overall, look, we, we really haven't had a chance to play... I think we both played one game with this. I played yep, a game so with, new, with new points um, and, the, and the data slate. I didn't have the missions, so I didn't play the new secondaries. Okay. But, um... Yeah, multi melta bikes are a squad of multi melta bikes is 150 instead of 180 because those multi multis are free now. Um, good God, it's just yeah. So yeah,
0: there's the a lot of you,
1: a lot of the, extra value. the
0: bike squad still costs 10 points. But yeah, I don't get what's up with squad that. Doesn't. If you put an either, attack bike that's... into the
1: bike squad, that the attack bike has to pay for its multi melta But yes. but the the bike squad doesn't. Okay, so that said that said, let me flip back to my point breakdown here. Um, the bike squad, all of their war gear is free.
0: Oh, yeah. So Other than the attack
1: or... bikes, multi-melta. Oh, um, no. Maybe. <laughs> the I, I don't know. The sergeant takes
0: a combi melta. The regular guys yeah. take mel- meltas.
1: The sergeant takes a combi melta. Oh, the two dudes okay. take meltas. That's 90 points. And we were talking about, so like a nine, and, and you could make that obstacle wow. if you want. I don't think, once again, like, um, I don't think that that's the that's exactly the right play because uh, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna get the most value out of that. Um, I think that like the most powerful dark angel lists are still going to be either just going to like hey look, I'm paying three three hundred thirty 330 points for what should be a four hundred eighty point deathwing unit, so effectively I'm putting twenty five hundred points on the table. Uh, right. I and and that's gonna be. Like, and they like, look, I've got 40 Storm Shields and six Cyclone Launchers. Best of luck, mate. Uh, there's a lot, and, and just, I just ignore everything you do. I just don't care, right? Um, but then the, like, I think the rate, like, I, I think I will actually try and make a punt at the Ravenwing list this season. Um, nice. And we'll see how that goes, because uh, all, you can just sit in the Devastator Doctrine. All that stuff's going to be free. Uh, you're just gonna score a crap ton of points uh and just you and then you could have the other little tech pieces in your list um like like the intercessor like the infiltrators and the librarian to do a couple other little things and it's gonna be i don't know it's gonna be cool so yeah um well
0: and so here's where i think we're gonna have a loser this just popped in my head because we're talking about the sheer the loss of armor contempt and the sheer amount of free war gear. Even though they lost points, because you mentioned earlier, I don't think we're going to mm-hmm. see that many apothecaries going into Arcs of Omen. Like I didn't play with one last night, and I didn't miss him. I didn't miss okay. him at all. Huh, and all right. and I just feel like the units where I felt like I could have used him, it didn't really matter because that unit just died anyway. And for the points, I can run one of the new land speeders. I can run a devastator squad with a whole bunch of craziness. And the fact that I could run something that's gonna, if I, with heavy weapons in the Codex Warfare, that every time it kills something, and it probably will because it's got enough guns to do it, and it's worth two points, is that not worth saving the CP to hero of the chapter and then pay the points to get this one guy that goes around and saves that one guy? Well, I don't know, especially if I'm going to turn around and lose that guy anyway because everybody else has got big guns and everybody else has got that extra AP all of a sudden again and everybody else is tooled to kill Marines. I just have a feeling this this season we're going to be less worried about about bringing guys back because we're just the the output is going to be so insane we're going to be kind of if you try and play with the apothecary i feel like you're going to be stuck in this cycle of frustration of well this worked last edition why isn't this so powerful why do my guys keep dying before i can bring them back like i feel like we're going to be in a situation where we're losing two or three guys and we're bringing one back every turn and that isn't going to do in the long run they're still all gonna die and um, uh and I mean, Terminators <laughs> are still hard to kill, but if you're running a max, a max squad of Terminators and they all got Thunder Hammers and Storm Shields, you know, they're not going to, mm. you don't really need the Apothecary because they're not all going to die. Uh, people are just going to either dump their whole army into it and then your whole rest of your army just kills them, or they ignore that Terminator unit and it sits on an objective in the middle of the board with Rights of War or whatever and just scores a bunch of points or goes and punches a knight to death or whatever. And I, I don't know. I just think I think that's something that we—that's a trap, an early trap for those of us playing Dark Angels going into Arcs of Omen is we're going to try and play Arcs of Omen like we played Nephilim and Moon before it, and if you try and build lists around this having this apothecary, you might be frustrated because things are going to die a lot faster.
1: Why would you say something so controversial, but yet so brave? <laughs> I don't know. I, be brave. I I think I think you're onto something there. Um, I think you're on, so yeah, w- so initially I'm like, ah, well, okay, yeah, and then like, but you know, getting the extra, you know, two to three inches charge by bringing a Terminator back, ah, uh,
0: um, I mean, there's still good tech. I'm not going to say think, there's not good tech.
1: I think, yeah, I, but like, you might be right, like an extra 120 points is, like I said, that's a, that's another. It's three Plasma Inceptors. Out- Ooh. <laughs> you make a strong argument there. That... Oh my lord. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's and, and that's that's a like devastating unit. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. Maybe you're right. Like it's worth um, a try. It's worth a try. Don't right. don't
0: be afraid to try it. Don't okay. be afraid to try this what I'm yeah. going to
1: say. Yeah, you should, yeah. Like like you know, hey, it's it's a it's a new it's a new meta, you know. Put aside the shackles of your of your of your of your, of your previous thinking, right? And innovate, right? Innovate. That's that's what Bailey's trying to tell you right now. And I think he's, I think he's onto something. Um, okay. Wow. That's a, you know, that's a, a, that's a, I think it's a valuable piece of insight. Um, so yeah, like more. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. I I think, I think at the very least, I think an
0: aesthetic thing, an aesthetic thing real quick on, uh, the GT book, I'm not going to necessarily show this on the screen because it's one of those things, you know, how people are but I think aesthetically this is going to save us a lot of time playing that came in Arks and Omen, is that when you go into the missions and you're looking at the types, the purge, the the enemy, the no mercy, no respite, they have all of the specific faction ones for every faction listed right there on the side with the ones that are the generic ones. So you're not constantly flipping back and forth through the book trying to figure out which one you're going to take. It's all right here. It's nice and easy to read. And I think that's going to save everybody a lot of time every yeah. game. I'm it was
1: like it. that. I think it was like that Nephilim too, but, um, ooh, yeah. There's going to be some like two days and I lost it. Okay. So that's why I don't remember. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, look, okay. So, so points values, I think we've, we've trolled down our, kind of li- our yeah. thoughts on what the, the relevant and most important point changes are. Um, so, and we've touched a little bit on the data slate and some of the, the secondaries. So. Uh, I think we should take a cut, just a couple minutes, uh, to look, let's talk a little bit more about secondaries if you want to, just for a couple minutes, stuff that's that's sure. gone, stuff that's new. And then let's draw some broad conclusions. Um, and then admit that we don't really know anything cause we haven't played this yet yeah, exactly. more than once. Exactly. <clears throat> so hopefully next time we come in, we'll have some more actionable field intelligence.
0: And and I'm just going to throw this out here. I have two RTTs in February, a GT in March, and then a Depticon in March. I got my ticket to go play the big singles event. So okay. for the next All couple right. of months, I'm going to have some serious, like actual in the field play testing instead of me <clears throat> sitting here theory crafting like I've been through huh. the last couple through the last season of Nephilim. Um, plus, I've got dedicated gaming space in the new house got my roommate i've got a, a buddy that's moving to town that i can play with a lot big player that's base good. in indianapolis and we're going to try and get my brother to start playing necrons because he was like okay oh those are pretty cool uh which means that uh i can start understanding all the pain you have when you play joe <laughs> or, is joe's yeah. your buddy? is that your buddy with the necrons yep. yeah you, i will i will understand yeah. that pain uh yeah. going forward maybe all right yeah, so, so let's take a look at these secondaries here yeah 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 brief rundown I feel like there's less um, of them in general
1: yeah I think so, so okay so they, there is so they took out basically all but one of each of the faction specific secondaries uh with yep. the exception of chaos and and or sorry heretic and loyalist Astartes um they still have three but like the specific faction sub secondaries right for example martial Addiction and death in the wind gone can't That's do it sad. anymore it's that, sad because Lucy, martial, yeah, martial addiction was turned out to be a real something that was real good. Um, so so a couple things I noticed right here. So assassinate, which is an old standby. <clears throat> um, assassinate is effectively unchanged, but with one exception. They add a progressive component that says at the end of the battle round, if enemy character units were destroyed as a result of an attack made by a troops unit, an armager or a war dog unit, you gain a command point.
0: That's pretty good. Put them up against the good. long, shoot them, get a command.
1: Point. So, so that's kind of there to help incentivize and motivate you to take troops in your squads. Um, I don't think that's going to be a big thing for Dark Angels because our, our our troops, we don't have like like this is for um, like one Imperial Knights. You're gonna they're gonna take this all day long because War Dogs right. and, and Armigers kill stuff. All that is the workhorse of that unit. Death Guard probably do this. Um, Tyranid warrior, Tyranids with Tyranid warriors, things that have, like, high output, like, orcs. Spa- this isn't for Space Marines. Um, the downside to this is that if you secret objective this, you know, assassinate, which is a thing that we can do, uh, you, you're not going to be able to, like, take advantage of that progressive unless you want to reveal it. Say, oh, by the way, sure. I get a command point for killing this guy uh, because I took assassinate. Uh, but assassinate right. is still resolved, the victory points still resolve at the end of the game. So, just something to think about there. Um,
0: and that's a key thing with Codex Warfare, too, is uh, that technically scores at the end of the game. So, I oh, secret objective oh, it last okay. night. I mean, I was keeping tallies, but, and my roommate plays Marine, so he knew, <laughs> but technically yeah. you could take that, secret it, and then just keep a tally. And mm-hmm. good record keeping, keep track of it and which is and what, what, so, you know, don't be cheating, but. It, I think, from what I remember, I it said it's quite at the end of the game, and uh, yeah, that'd be a good one.
1: Okay, so Bring It Down is basically unchanged. One victory point for nine or, for models, nine, nine wins or less, two for 10 to 14, three for 15 to 19, four for 20 or more. Uh, grind, uh, same thing. Um, so grind them down at the end of the battle round, three victory points for if you killed more friendly units that destroyed this battle round than your own enemy. And if you killed a unit with a troop choice, you get a command point. Um, That's good. Okay, I I honestly think that there's a you could probably do a pretty effective like Stormwing style list with just hey I'm gonna put just a bunch of troops on the field. I'm gonna put six ten man tactical squads, right? Because with the you're just, and just really lean into that free war gear. Um, right. And if you do that, this is gonna be you could you're gonna yeah this is going to be worth it. Um, because once again, if you deploy it correctly and Asriel is giving everybody a four up and we'll save, you know, I think there's a, and you know, all the free, you know, the buried thunder hammers you have and power fists on your sergeants. Uh, there could, there's probably some effectiveness in that list. And you could put a bunch of, you can put a bunch of, uh, of rhinos and razorbacks and just make a moving toughness seven wall. Um, I, like, hey, just just play heresy, but in forty k. Yeah, exactly. So, what what was that face you just made there?
0: So you did a thing. Were ta- I, I I I was thinking about the secondaries I took yet yesterday because you are talking about grinding them down. Now I didn't even think about this one, but it's good. So, like the sec- I was thinking about what I took last night in my game, and I took oaths, codex, and shock assault. And I was thinking about a play last night where I wanted to go score shock assault because it's still worth the four points. We kept the extra four points, and. My opponent, my roommate, had moved all of his stuff off the objective, so I thought, oh, he doesn't control it, so I can't just bum over there, take the objective, because no one's controlling it, and then that counts for shock assaults because I was trying to find a way to get that third shock assault to make it really feel like it was worth mm-hmm. it, because I would have scored 12, which is what I ended up scoring at the end of the game. But then I remembered that he didn't control it with a troop choice, so the object- objective was not sticky, so I didn't just have a free objective to go over and score shock assault on. But that is something to think about going forward. That if people are going to run around and like capture sticky objectives and then run away, and you have stuff in deep strike, you can take shock assault and then just deep strike in on top of those things.
1: Yep. And or, score a bunch of free points. Yeah, or use the um, or uh, use the Phobos redeploy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, but that is one that it is score if you do it once or more per turn. So, like, I got kind of hamstrung in my game last night where it's like, oh, I'll go do this a couple times in this turn and score a bunch of points. I'm like, oh, no, if I do that, I don't get more points. So, I need to kind of let them keep that one to try and score it next turn. Mm-hmm. And it almost got me killed. But that is something to think about going forward. Okay. Uh, you, no prisoners is the next one, right?
1: Yeah, it looks unchanged. Okay. Yeah, keep the tally. Yeah, score additional VP for 50 to 99 tally, 2 VP for 100 or more tally. Okay, Warp Craft. Um, Abhor and Warp Ritual are basically unchanged. Um, I don't remember what the, the Warp Charge for the Warp Ritual and the Psychic Interrogation were, but...
0: I think it's um, the same.
1: Yeah, I, I think I remember reading it went up one. But, okay, so the big change here. So Abhor is unchanged. Uh, warp patrol is basically unchanged, other than potentially the change in the in the warp charge value required. So, psychic interrogation. I, I I said before that this was gone. Um, it's just changed very significantly by the addition of one word. So, the psychic interrogation. One psychic character from your army can attempt to perform the psychic action in your psychic phase if it is within twenty-four inches of and visible to any enemy characters. So, you can do it. You just have to put yourself out there and look them in the eye.
0: Did it give you a command point in Nephilim when you did it too?
1: I think so. Yeah, it did. Okay, because it yeah, does it now. That came up. Okay. That came up once. Yeah, um, and it's okay. three victory points each time you successfully complete. Um, so that one, unlike War Patrol, is not capped. Right, War Patrol is capped at twelve right. victory points if you do the the ritual three times. Okay, so behind enemy lines. Um, so this one and engage are changed pretty significantly, and I think that th- these are going to be good for us because well, one. Ravenwing. Like, um, a lot of people are putting Ravenwing in the S tiers um, right next to Iron Hands because the reason that do- combat doctrines changed the way they did was because of Iron Hands. <laughs> so, okay, so behind enemy lines, you score three victory points if one unit from your army, excluding aircraft, is wholly within your points deployment zone. Three. You score four at the end of your turn if two or more units are within your enemy's deployment zone. Additionally, if one or more of those is a troop, Then you get a command point.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's good.
1: So, um, I like that. You know, you can, so the, whatever the, that stupid stratagem for Phobos is where you can redeploy them, I don't remember the name of the tactics. Gorilla tactics, yeah. So that's relevant here. Um, I think that this is a great choice for secret agenda because what you can do is you can like soup, you know, have a drop pod or, um, Honestly, a land speeder storm with scouts because scouts, all their war gear is free now. So all the yep. scouts, you can put free camo cloaks on them, and so they can drop. You can drop into cover, and they're gonna have two of saves. Um, and then that then they can move forward, jump out, and then them plus the land speeder is gonna count for uh is gonna count for two. So that's four victory points. And if you do this at the right time, when you reveal it, you score it. You're gonna get it then, and the next turn, you're also gonna get it again. So you can probably get eight points out of it.
0: Um, and don't forget, again, with that impulser, you can move it and then spit the units out at the end of the move, unlike basically yeah. any other transport in the game.
1: Well, the Landspeeder Storm can do that, which is what I'm saying, scouts okay. with the Landspeeder Storm, right? And the Landspeeder, the Landspeeder Storm moves, I think it moves 18.
0: Yeah, it moves really fast. Yeah,
1: so it can move, jump them out, right? And then you're going to score these points. So I think that's a good one. Um, and you can, you know, if you have a 1-2 a to two model... Um, Talent or uh, land speeder squadron, right? They can turbo boost. They can do the full throttle. So they can move the eighteen plus three because of the Devastator Doctrine, plus twelve for that. And then you're just like, "Hi, I'm in your deployment zone. I'm scoring points now."
0: And if you put them next to a guy with Decisive Tactician, when you do that, they get an additional Mm, inch on the extra. I was doing that last night.
1: Okay, so I think that's a big one. Um, So engage on all fronts. This has also changed. I was actually kind of sour on engage on all fronts uh, in Nephilim. Uh, because, uh, the reason I'll tell you here, so what it says now is score two victory points at the end of your turn. If you have one or more qualifying units wholly within three different table quarters, and those units are all more than six inches away from any other table quarters, that six inches from any other table quarter was the thing that made me a little sour on it. So a lot of the objectives or a lot of the missions, the objectives lie on the boundary between table quarters. And so if you had one of those missions, you cannot take engage on all fronts. Pardon me.
0: I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so because you, you can't score your primary and the secondary. But the ones where the objectives are lie in the table quarters, this is fine. Now, change here is uh, score three points if you have one or more qualifying units wholly within each table quarter. Right? And those are all more than three inches away from any other table quarters. So the change here is that oh, if see, you get yeah. all four table quarters... Then you only have to be three inches away from each other instead of instead of six. So if you push to the center of the board, take the center of the board, and just like spread out, so you're three inches from the center of the board, you're good. You're good, right? So Which it's if a. If you're it's, playing with
0: a uh, with those objective marker mat things, you know what I'm talking about? like the ones you sent yep. me. It tells you exactly how far away you have to be. You just have to be not on top of that, and you're there. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so there's definitely a, a possibility to do that, right? Um, I think that's a good one you know if you once again you can score everything now that doesn't that plan does not always you know survive contact with the enemy uh so it's going to take some practice to do but okay uh shadow ops uh banners appears to be unchanged um
0: it's good it's still there it's still worth it
1: and retrieve battlefield data this appears to be basically unchanged from Nephilim data
0: retrieve the arc data rad
1: yep I'm gonna rad. okay yeah (laughs) that should be a thing rad yeah okay that should be a thing so codex warfare we've talked about that shock tactics as you said this uh just kind of formalizes the changes from the the previous data slate that changes to four victory points it's still quite doable uh, but it's a battlefield supremacy uh so you know between that and you know stubborn defiance and you've got a good a lot of good options there listen i think stubborn defiance if you build your army you know like in a in a green wing style is is quite doable, because um, you can probably keep one or more infiltrator squads alive, because if they got the the spare firepower, especially if you can keep them in cover uh, with like player placed terrain, and they're going to have a free piece of war gear that makes them ignore the first failed save.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. So,
1: yeah, I, I think I think Stummer Defiance m- m- is actually takeable now. And then, as you said before, Oaths a moment those moment changes so that you score two victory points if you're sitting on the center. So, yeah,
0: Which is really nice when there's a center objective to go sit on. Yep.
1: And then, as we've discussed before about Summer Defiance. So, um, overall, I think... I mean, okay. So, yeah. So, we lost two very good uh, secondaries. But Codex Warfare is so powerful. It's so powerful. Because, like, yeah. it's not like if you end up, you know... Oh no! I need to charge stuff, right? Once again, you've got two other ways to manipulate doctrines. You know, as a Dark Angel player, one you know, one CP within six inches of your uh, your warlord, just click them, click em to whatever doctrine they need to be in, right? And so, click in your your plasma scepters in a tactical doctrine, and they split fire, and they're just going to annihilate everything within 12, within eighteen inches. Um, yeah And then, if you need to, once again, um whenever you go to charge your Deathwing Night, your Deathwing Terminators, or something, just click them into the uh, combat doc- or to the, the assault doctrine, and they're going to murder everything they touch and get you points. So I don't know if that's going to be worth it to like get one victory point, um, because maybe they won't be within six inches of your warlord, and so you have to spend two victory two CP instead to score uh, to use the Space Marine generic stratagem to put them into all doctrines, but. Look, you're going to know, you're going to look at it and say, okay, you know, I need like, is this resource I have worth expending to gain this other thing? Um, And if it's into a a monster or a vehicle, especially one that doesn't have an invul save, that's also going to give your Terminators rerolls. So it definitely
0: is probably worth it. Well, and it pushes the Thunder Hammer back to make three because, mm-hmm. again, the Terminator Thunder Hammers yeah. have been weak because they, they've nerfed the Thunder Hammer, making it AP yes. two, and then AOC made it make one, and now we're back to oh, to make three. So it's it's hammer time, yeah. baby.
1: That's also one of the things that put me off Deathwing Knights because the Maces were only minus two. So yeah. uh, now, once again, they're, they're good, again, mm-hmm. um, but they're, they're 43 points a model or 42 points a model. Um, which is once again, I mean like they hit on twos, they have a really good stratagem support, but you just get so much value out <laughs> of everything else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying they're not. Um when you just when you just look at it, like okay, 33 points for a terminator that hits on fours, or forty two points for a terminator that hits on twos with the same weapon profile, and has a stratagem that can give him plus one to wound. And minus one AP. So in the combat, in the devastator, sorry, in the assault doctrine, the Deathwing Knights uh, go to minus four AP if you use that stratagem, to f- and you're fighting a, a monster or vehicle, and that's good. I mean, that's <clears throat> look, they're, how, how they're not this? they're they're not out of the war. It's not they're not they're not out of the realm of question.
0: Yeah. How about praying on top of that thirty-three point terminator, so it also has plus one to wound, and it works on everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that, um, I
0: did that last night with blade guard vets, and they made other blade guard vets disappear instantly. So yeah, they just they just walk there's another way to too. do that. Just buff, buff, <sighs> buff characters. Marines have so many, and it's just sitting there. But we're I'm still living. I still have that mentality. of I got to have a smash captain or a slaplin like mentality for this season, folks. Throw that out. Throw that out. Try try it. I took a Chaplain last night with Wise Order, and I took uh, both of the. There's a plus one to shooting against the closest enemy unit, and then there's a plus one to wound in melee prayer. And I took both those. They're targetable. They have to, I put my guy on a bike and kept him close to my stuff, but I was praying plus one to wound on things the whole game, except for the one turn where I rolled a one both times. That was pretty painful. Mm. Uh, but Blade guard vets with plus one to wound. Terminators with thunderhammers with plus one to wound. uh bikes with plus one to wound. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, hold
1: on a second. Plasma scepters with plus one to wound. So, yeah. so there's an, remember wow. there's another effect to wise War. I don't
0: know if I I don't know if I actually did that or not, but you could. So remember, so
1: your chaplain prayers go off in the command phase, right? And and yep. uh, your melted your sorry your plasma scepters may not if you have them reserve they don't drop down to the end of the movement phase. Wise order makes it so that yeah, you get basically your prayers go off on a two, but they also make the stratagem to auto prayer in any phase goes off on a, uh, is one CP instead of two. Oh, that's good. Right. So, so you can drop your plasma scepters in, and then you can, um, just kind of wait and see what goes on. And if depending on the effectiveness of other shoot, uh, hold on, actually. I don't know if that's a start of phase thing. Let me look real quick. But there's another Artists. thing that came out in FAQ that is absolutely we need to talk about with, w- in relation to that. Um, stratagems. Wrong, wrong way, wrong way. Stratagems. Um, stratagems. Page
0: one hundred two to one hundred five. <clears throat> but I, I guess right. uh, as you're looking at it, Pete, oh, have you found it?
1: Uh, I am basically right there. Commanding oratory, okay. the start of any phase other than command phase. Yeah, so it has to okay, be the so beginning you of your. Go. It has to be the beginning of a phase. So, uh, yeah, the beginning of your shooting phase. You're just like, ah, yeah, you know what? That guy's gonna get plus one wound. You know what else? The wording on this says. So, um, what this says is that. Select one Adeptus Astartes Chaplain unit from your army that has not recited a litany this turn. That model can recite one litany that has not already been recited. This litany is automatically inspiring.
0: Okay. Oh, so it's what automatic.
1: Does... Oh, yeah, it's automatic, so you don't have to roll. What else does this say? This does not say, can recite one litany that he knows. You can pick any litany, even one that the model oh, doesn't no. know. And they specifically addressed this in an FAQ a couple weeks ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can, like, if you think, <clears throat> you know, so remember, whatever whatever situation you have going on, you have, with that one stratagem, you have access to your entire set of litanies. Not just the one the model that's knows. Intense. Yeah,
0: that's That's pretty deep.
1: So so I, I personally think that this is going to be great for, um, so once again, that's the, uh, that means the plus two to charge litany. That means the plus yeah. one to wound litany, um, mortal yeah.
0: wound protection against thousand sons when that matchup rolls
1: yes. in. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So I needed
0: that the other day. Yeah.
1: So so I think that makes the wise order stratagem very very valuable. That's uh, what makes or base wise order and the commanding oratory very valuable. So you can sit there and be like, all right, what do I need? Right. So positioning near chaplain. To be able to do that is going to be good. So you can drop your Inceptors in. You can give them plus one to wound. You can give them whatever whatever you need. So you can't have already recited a litany. It doesn't say that you can't recite a litany again. So remember, you have to do that before you. Oh wait, yeah. So if you if you do it in, so remember your litanies go off in the in the command phase. Yeah. So you have to like basically if you plan on doing this you have to like not recite your litanies in right. command phase so that you can do it later. That's the trade off you get. Um, right. Yeah, whatever. You don't have to right? all, so, it works. But once again, at the end towards the end of the game, if you're on turn four, all right, like look, I will trade I will trade reliability <laughs> for yeah. like, just saying, look, I am gonna guarantee I get this plus two to charge off, or I'm going to guarantee that I get this plus one to wound off because that's what I need. So, uh, knowing, knowing what that is and knowing you have access to that whole menu of litanies is something that, uh, I think is probably less, less well understood. So.
0: Right. And so, and so all this culminates for me, uh, looking at an overall picture with all the changes and whole it's about killing stuff. Dark Angels Mm -hmm. have been the army of non-interaction, like we've been famous for it for several seasons now. But with the change to secondaries, with the change to points, with the change to war gear, uh, being able to... We're talking about all these different buffs you can do to make your units more efficient. I think that Arcs of Omen season, it's going to be about killing things and if you Mm. were playing the old ITC and you're used to scoring points for killing things it's sort of an American thing so if you're living overseas and listening I know that killing stuff is not necessarily the way you think you have to win the game and that that's always been sort of like a cultural difference but in America we shoot stuff right we got second amendment we shoot stuff boy you gonna learn today (laughs) and that is how I think ARCS is gonna play overall America, (laughs) And, and I like that because then you actually have to interact with your opponent's army
1: yeah. And, I feel, um, and, you,
0: and and I feel like that creates more engagement, and that makes the game more fun.
1: Look, there's a lot of points that we did not talk about just because we've been right. We're at an hour and a half already. Um, <clears throat> uh, please, you get in the comments uh, on yep. YouTube. Let us know, you know, what you find the value in, um, because you know this is basically uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Edition Nine Point Five for Space Marines.
0: Like, it's, and it's exciting.
1: It, it's a uh, there's a whole new world out there, right? So I said, MetaWatch, irrelevant. Don't don't care, don't care. Um, we'll talk about the LVO when that happens, but it's it's going to have very little impact on what this next season is going to look like. Because
0: that's something I, yeah. I do care about because I lost last year is the hobby challenge.
1: Mm, fair enough. Yep. All right. We, we should we should, we, should wanna... we we should move on. We're we're just we're going in circles now.
0: <clears throat> I got I got my hobby. Get something for Christmas. I got the Horus Heresy box. I did a five-man Relic Terminator squad. The rest of them are back here behind me. I finished them up yesterday morning doing the basing.
1: with Alright.
0: and uh, They're done. I'll get some pictures in the video. That's what I got. Did you get okay. something done? I know you, yours is a little harder, Heath, because you had to travel more than I did. So
1: I, I, um, I yield the field to you, sir. I got one thing specifically gifted to me, uh, which was a um, redemptor dreadnought with a bunch of custom nice. 3d printed dark angels armor i have not built it um it's it's in that box right there uh but i got so i went to dallas for christmas because that's where my family's from and i bought a dark angels oh uh, yeah uh, so I'm going to work on nice. that, and I also got a unit of five thunder, uh, assault terminators with thunderhammers and storm shield. Uh, so I have them built for some in some assemblies for priming right now. I'm probably because t- tomorrow's uh, Martin Luther King Day. I have off. Oh, I'll I'll, um, I'll count
0: that. I mean, if the only thing that's holding yeah. you back is the priming, I mean that's yeah. I got a yeah. They're the they're all they're
1: built two sub assemblies um, in this little box right here. So I've got you know they're all built to the point where like you know, dude, and then. Arm so that I can, because I I don't want to. I hate painting the front of the thing with the shield over it. So I I just gotta yeah. So
0: we also got to account for the fact that it hasn't been a full month between episodes too. So you've all and you've traveled a lot. So I'm willing to 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 keep well. I mean, pace with that with with considerations because I mean, if you had time to prime (laughs) them, like if we did this episode tomorrow, they'd be primed and built. And it. I would
1: probably have them primed. Yeah. So.
0: So I, I, I say we give it to you. So how all about right, fair next enough. month, uh, something that got a points change, which means there are certain things that didn't get points changes that Again, don't Everything, count, man. But well, uh, not, my but my, my Redemptor,
1: The Redemptor got a points change, so I could probably do that. And I really yeah. need to, because like, I want to, my friends uh, that got it for me, they 3D printed all the stuff themselves with their, their um, so it was, it was a really thoughtful gift. So I'm going to try and, uh, I really want to try and get that done. So. Yeah.
0: Good. I, that, that's a good one. So let's let's do that. Th- uh, something that got a points change, up or down. Just something that nothing that didn't get a point, which is like most of Forge World, interestingly enough, mm. uh, didn't get a points change. Uh, but if you do not a relic, but a okay. normal Contemptor, it got free war gear. So there it is. Yeah. All right. So community interaction. Let's hit some of these real quick, so that way people don't feel like we're ignoring them, because that's not how it works here. Uh, we want your comments. So Patrick Burns, he says, thanks for a great year of content, guys. All the best for 2023 and hopefully another interesting year for Dark Angels. Well, thanks, bro. Hopefully this answers that question, Patrick. It's going to be amazing.
1: It's going to be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a thing.
0: And then Kim Alberg. I feel like that's something what it's.
1: uh, Yeah, something. We'll, I feel we'll like that the J is supposed
0: to be an H. I feel like it's pronounced with an H. I feel like that's a thing. Uh, so you're Kim,
1: an Eng- you're an English major, aren't you?
0: I'm a history major, but I don't do, I don't do Scandinavian. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's, (laughs) that's, that's, that's that's the part I do like Mediterranean. I can do Mediterranean things. Uh, so thank you for a great episode. Good run through of the tournament games and your sound quality has improved greatly over the last few Mm -hmm. episodes. Thank you. We were working on all these things. Uh, and I'm learning a lot more about it and we're going to try and keep that rolling. Uh, looking forward to hearing you guys in 23, keep up the good work. So thank you very much, Kim. We're going to keep this rolling for everybody. Uh, like I said, there's going to be a lot more on-the-ground content. Now I have a uh, captive audience in my house. I have room to play in my house. And I have tournaments lined up. It's going to be great. Uh, Chris Finnegan, new listener, catching up. Huge Dark Angels player. Love the content. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, uh, We have two years now for you to catch up on. It's pretty exciting uh, to think that we've, we've come this far from just a simple Facebook post. Uh, and then, again, our, our guy, Alan, has a, a really big post here uh i think i answered this one before it, it came down to the fallback and shoot stratagem. not trying to remember what the name of it was i don't remember i think intractable is the name of the strategy yeah it's an intractable
1: yeah it's the two cp uh, stratagem very valuable and then of and course a, a uh
0: he wanted to see our reactions to the new mission pack this episode well, there, we there go. you go alan uh the new detachment details and things yep so yep we base most of this is uh uh oh oh he did want to take someone's Dark Angels membership card for falling back with knights. Not, that's I I believe I, I believe I re-
1: I believe re- I I rebutted his uh rebutted his point. Uh, it was the right call. It was the right play at the time. Uh, and so the the Principia Bellicosa, you know, authorized.
0: Oh, re- oh, I remember now. That. That's yeah. where you you tricked him. Yeah. Tricked all those thunder thunder wolves into and, yeah. yeah
1: into charging me and fell back and nuked him with plasma and meltifier so which is yeah. so
0: much easier now because all that stuff's free yep amazing well thank you alan we hopefully you get in the comments here and leave us big chunky ones and we will dissect them and answer them in the yep. youtube thing and address them again in the podcast
1: if you haven't so, uh, if you haven't then go check over the dark angels 40k competitive facebook page uh there is a uh you know, a lively discussion going on over over there about all the new points changes and the tactics that they imply. Uh, so definitely worth following that.
0: Yep. So thank you all for listening to this month's episode of the path to redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 dark angels podcast. Our next episode will be out in February. Please subscribe, like, and comment below if you're watching us on YouTube. Or if you're listening to us on a preferred, uh, preferred podcasting service, pop over to YouTube and drop a comment, because I haven't quite figured out how to get comments from the podcasting service yet. I don't think you can. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we would like to thank Purple Planet for the use of their music. Until next time, I'm Bailey from Bankless Wargaming.
1: This is Heath with Table War Hawaii. Oh,
0: yeah Booyah.
1: <laughs>